morning. This is the weekly wrap for Saturday, August 12th. Well, starting with the macro picture here, the CPI data, the inflation data, came in right on target at 3.2%. Uh, so no real excitement there. Uh, this is furthering uh, to bolster the case by the Fed to not raise rates. In fact, the market has priced in a less than 20% chance that the Fed will raise rates at all this year. So it looks like the rate hike cycle is over, according to the market. Uh, China activity is pretty slow. They are uh, continuing to struggle with their economy, but they were very active again buying soybeans. Uh, their prices internally for corn and soybean meal have skyrocketed to new highs. Uh, so it looks like the weather problems there. Uh, first, the incredible heat. Now the flooding uh, is starting to have an impact on their domestic supplies. So the market's trying to figure out when China will be in the markets to buy corn and other grains going forward here. Uh, the Russian-Ukraine war went quiet this week. So there were some odd bombings of some port infrastructure again. Uh, Ukraine uh, rattling their sabers that they're going to attack Russian ports. Uh, but for the most part, the news cycle on the war was pretty quiet. And uh, so I think that's what helped uh, keep pressure on wheat and corn all week. Uh, managed money uh, has added to their short position. They uh, sold 43,000 contracts of corn for the week. Um, putting them now short 26,000 contracts again. Uh, they sold 30,000 contracts of soybeans, putting them long a modest 64,000 contracts. The managed money sold 19,000 contracts of wheat, putting them now short 46,000 contracts of wheat. And they sold off a small portion of their cotton length, sold 4,000 contracts, putting them long 32,000 contracts of cotton. Uh, the price action for the week was uh, corn was down 10 cents for the week. Beans were down 26 cents. Chicago wheat down seven. KC down three. And cotton was up 3.6 cents a pound for the week. Um, so, you know, a little divergence in pricing action from there. Uh, it looks like to me managed money with all the quietness uh, in the Ukraine war. Uh, quietness uh, from the USDA data. Uh, is, is now they are taking a bearish approach and starting to short these markets again. Um, and so they, they typically um, don't really know, have a good handle on the markets right now, I don't think fundamentally. And so their bias from there is to then just keep shorting this market, uh, allowing demand to come in. Um, I think $5 on corn will continue to be the floor, even though Friday's close was pretty rough at 487, but I think end user demand will continue to come in uh, and keep this market well supported in this $5 area. Uh, there are reports coming in now, more and more field reports of horrific yields, um, scary tip back pictures uh, all through the whole Midwest, uh, Nebraska, Minnesota, <clears throat> Illinois. And so one private source that I talk with has now got the national yield on corn below 170. And so I think as the crop tours uh, hit the market here over the next two to three weeks, uh, we're going to start getting real world pictures of how much damage was done to this corn crop 
in that June heat period. Now, we've talked about it numerous times here, how this was an unprecedented, unprecedented May and June, and we did what I think was unprecedented damage early, and it's just very difficult to know until you actually harvest the crop. You're going to hear a lot of look good from the road, but once we peered peeled the ears back and took a look at them. We we're shocked to see what we're fine. I think that will be the narrative over the next two to three weeks uh, as the funds build out a short position in corn could lead to a pretty serious short covering event. And so, uh, you know, I'm going to give corn the range between this upper fours uh, all the way up to $6 once we realize how poor this crop is. So I'm going to give corn a five to $6 a bushel range. But again, we're probably not going to see the upper end of that range until after harvest, after the first of the year. For soybeans, uh, managed money continues to sell soybeans, pairing their positions back there. That would put uh, the possibility of a, of a hard fund sell-off for beans back down to 1250 technically. But again, I think bean yields will be lower. Uh, I think demand is coming in. I think we have record crush margins. And, and with crude oil on its way to $100 a barrel, that will be highly supportive for soybean oil margins. And so I think ultimately the top end on the bean price will be $15. And we're not going to see that number again probably until after the first of the year. For cotton, uh, with this government data coming in and slamming the cotton yield down so drastically, the market was looking for about a 15.5 million bale crop, 15.7. <clears throat> they came in at 14 shocked the market um, and then I think man, that supports managed money's case to keep adding to their position ultimately cotton's going to go test that 90 cent area we're going to get that first little leg sold uh, from here forward now that the crop size uh, has been um, you know cut so drastically the the new narrative is going to be all about demand uh, and we're going to have to keep an eye on that and will China come in will India um, you know have with their high support price forced China into the market, uh, Vietnam. So, you know, now the question going forward is what is demand? And we're going to have to keep an eye on that data. If demand does come in, then we could see ultimately a test of 95 cents and maybe even a dollar if we end up with any kind of, um, you know, hurricane storm activity here over the next several months. So we'll keep an eye on that. But for now, we've got a small sale coming uh, just below 90 cents. For the wheat market, it'll be a wide range. It'll be somewhere between $7 and $10. Why so wide? Well, the funds are short, uh, completely ignoring the geopolitical risk of the war and what are you know, record tight global stocks of wheat going forward, especially in exportable positions. But again, with managed money still focused on the rates, hikes, and the Fed hike cycle, not interested in being in commodities. Wheat is the natural short leg for them. Um, and so they're building out this short position with seemingly no uh, concern about uh, either global stocks or the war going on. So uh, I'm going to give wheat a, a very wide trading range between 7 and $10. Uh, the crude oil market continues to hold. Still supportive of my idea that we're going to get to 90 by the end of the summer and 100 by the end of the year. That, too, will be broadly supportive of, of overall commodities. And so, like I've mentioned several times, we're basically in a dead zone. We have no way to confirm yields right now. Uh, export demand remains relatively soft. Domestic demand remains very, very high. Uh, managed money and the markets remain focused on the export demand as their key metric. 
Uh, I think that's a mistake, but that's okay. Um, but I think we, we still need to stick to our plan on timing, which is because of the complicated growing season uh, and how tough it's been, there's just no way to confirm these yields until after harvest. And so we need to plan to do most of our marketing um, once those yields are confirmed. So that's the update for the week. These are my opinions and not those of ADM or ADMIS. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you.